5 Minutes with Phil, a daily devotion for people on the go. Brought to you by Tabor Church. Welcome back to the podcast. This is 5 Minutes with Phil. All right, we are back with a brand new week. Now, something I want to make you aware of just as we're walking through uh, this week. I'll have a shortened week for the podcast. I um, am a consultant elsewhere that uh, is going to take me away from my podcasting equipment, uh, so I'm going to not have that to be able to post for you. But um, we will try to be able to conclude this series on on the uh, encounters with Jesus so that when I come back, that we'll start something new. So that's just to give you, uh, you know, kind of, kind of some calendar items before as we're moving on. So today, um, we're going to jump into the, uh, the, the encounter that we have for today. And this is going towards the crucifixion of Jesus. And as Jesus, uh, and these are also pretty familiar for people, and so in Luke chapter 23, verse 32, it says, Two others, both criminals, were led out to be executed with him. When they came to the place called the skull, they nailed him to the cross, and the criminals were also crucified, one on his right and one on his left. We're going to go to verse 39 now. One of the criminals hanging beside him scoffed, So you're the Messiah, are you? Prove it by saving yourself and us too while you're at it. But the other criminal protested, don't you fear God even when you've been sentenced to die? We deserve to die for our crimes, but this man hasn't done anything wrong. Then he said, Jesus, remember me when you come into your kingdom. And Jesus replied, I assure you today you'll be with me in paradise. So you have two encounters of sorts here. And yes, there's another one if you're looking uh, in, you know, at, at, in between that. But we're just going to focus on these two criminals because they are both, I would say, unfamiliar of sorts with Jesus. And the only time that they've probably ever encountered Jesus was right here as they were also having to carry their crossbeam, you know, to Golgotha, the place where they would be crucified. So what they learn about Jesus is on this road. Now, somehow they come to completely different conclusions about Jesus. I don't know why. I don't know how this happens, but when two people are seeing the same exact things and hearing the same exact things and yet coming to completely different conclusions, it doesn't make sense, does it? So one of the criminals gets there, they're hanging up there on the cross, and he's like, he scoffs him. He's like, you know, like this guy, like he thinks he's the Messiah. Yeah, right, like we know the messiahs don't get crucified so therefore like we're good like this isn't the messiah but so that's the reason why he feels like he can scoff it's the reason why he feels like he has that position to be able to make that uh, something that he's going to do right prove he says prove yourself right so this i think goes back to oh, even in the temptation of uh, jesus in, in with satan Right? So Satan's trying to be able to question his identity. Like, so you're the Messiah. Like, prove it. 
right? And it's the same thing with Satan. What he said in the temptation in the in the guard area, yeah, in the um, in the desert was, "Hey, like you're hungry, turn these stone into bread. Prove, right? So there's the prove thing again. This this is questioning his identity. It's trying to get Jesus to question his identity, right? So prove it." You know, take yourself off the cross. Hey, and at the same time, why don't you just let us off the cross too? That would be cool. Now it's the other criminal that comes in, right? The other criminal protested, don't you fear God? Even when you're sentenced to die, like you're going to die here today. Or, yeah, I mean, it would be today. Sometimes the crucifixions lasted longer, um, but this one would be... Um, rushed through uh, as they'll, they're, you know, later on in the day, their legs will be broken and they will die quick. So don't you fear God when you've been sentenced to death? We deserve to die for our crimes, but this man hasn't done anything wrong, right? So he identifies in Jesus that there's no fault in him. He identifies in this short encounter that Jesus is innocent, And so he kind of balances his life saying, like, I know that we are guilty. This guy is innocent. And so therefore, an innocent man who's hanging on a tree is, you know, saying like that, you know, he's, this is, this is not just like, we're getting what we deserve. He is not. And this is when Jesus then recognizes, right? Then, and he, or then he said to Jesus, remember me when you come into your kingdom. And Jesus replied, I assure you today you will be with me in paradise. Now there's all kinds of breakdown there, but, but ultimately what is Jesus doing? He, is, he's, he's, he hasn't confronted him with his own sin, right? He didn't have to. The guy's hanging on a cross like only criminals get hung on a cross and only the severe criminals get hung on a cross. So he already knows he's guilty. He already knows that he deserves death. So he doesn't have to go there. He doesn't have to say, hey, have you confessed of your sin? Like, no, like I'm hanging on a tree and now I'm trying to be able to point out to the other guy on the other side of Jesus that he doesn't deserve it that we do. And that's when it kind of changes. And there's, there's that shift in, you know, the understanding from this criminal is like, yeah, I don't, I, I, you know, I deserve to die, but I really would like to be with you in, 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 uh, in your kingdom. Ultimately identifying that there is some repentance and there is turning to trust in Jesus. And that's what is important. Now, we don't know about the baptism status of this man. We don't know if he was baptized. We don't know, you know, about his family history. Um, we don't know if he, if he was Jewish. Um, you know, we don't know anything. I mean, he does talk like, you know, kingdom wise, like, Hey, I'd like to be with you in your kingdom. Like, so, I mean, is he, is he talking about Messiah? Does he know about Messiah? Does he know about them? We don't know any of that. But what we do know is that Jesus says, you're going to be with me. And so Jesus forgives and loves. The other criminal is going to walk away and he's going to say, I'm going to try to buy my way out. Like I, I, I'm going to die for myself. And he'll see where that gets him.
So how is it that we can walk alongside the same Savior and have some people look at it in a completely different way than us? I think that's a, it's an interesting thought, and it's inter- interesting to look at today, to be able to say, how do I see Jesus? And do I see Jesus as the innocent, you know, Messiah, Son of God, God in the flesh, died for me, rose again for me? Or have we looked at Jesus and said, yeah, like, eh, it's not for me. You know, how does somebody see the same things and still walk away? And so it's interesting. I want you to be able to consider that today. Consider those things, and uh, we'll be back again tomorrow um, with more Encounters with Jesus. Take care.